Welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space, science, and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden. Now, this episode, uh, Elon Musk is going to be talking about uh, Area 51, artificial intelligence, multiplanetary species, sending people to Mars, basically, and some other various uh, topics. And this is from the AI conference in China a little while ago. I took some of the best parts and I put them together so you guys could listen to Elon talk about some very important things. So check this out and let me know what you think on Twitter at Space News Pod or Facebook at Space News Pod. And check us out on YouTube at Space News Pod or on SpaceNewsPodcast.com. Now, if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, make sure to do that for more space, science and tech every single day. There's people out there who think we found aliens. Trust me, I would know. We have not. Okay. Um, people ask me, you've been to Area 51. Yeah, okay, please. Um, SpaceX actually has Area 59. It's even better, eight better than 51. So, among the set of actions we can take that are likely to increase the scope and scale of consciousness such that we are better able to understand the nature of the universe... Uh, one of those actions is to become a multi-planet species or ensure that life is multi-planetary. Not because I think something that... It's not, a, not from, from the standpoint of it just being an escape hatch or because I think that Earth is doomed, um, but there's a certain probability that is irreducible uh, that something may happen to Earth. Despite our best intentions, despite everything we try to do, the, there's a probability at a certain point that some either external uh, force or some internal unforced error uh, causes civilization to be destroyed um, or, 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 or sufficiently impaired such that it can no longer um, extend to, to another planet. It's hard to say, like, the, the, like let me put it another way. This is the first time in the four and a half billion year history of Earth that it's been possible to extend life beyond Earth. Before this, it was not possible. How long will this window be open? It may be open for a long time, or it may be open for a short time. I think we should, it, it would be wise to assume that it is open for a short time. And, and, and then let us uh, secure the future, secure the future of consciousness, such that life of, the light of consciousness is not extinguished. And we should do, try to do this as quickly as possible. That's my view. To be clear, I'm very pro-Earth. When I say, you know, us becoming a multi-planet species or making life multi, uh, ex extending life beyond Earth, um, ex ex expanding the scope and scale of consciousness, um, from a resource standpoint, I'm talking about less than 1% of Earth's resources should be dedicated to uh, making life multiplanetary or making consciousness multiplanetary. So, uh, you know, I think it should be like somewhere in between uh, how much we spend on lipstick and how much we spend on healthcare. Like, uh, you know, things like for the preservation of consciousness, we should spend maybe slightly more than we spend on, on cosmetics. That's my, you know, and I'm pro cosmetics. I like it. They're great. But, but uh, you know, this is probably worth spending, I don't know, somewhere, like at least half a percent of. Earth GDP on extending life to be multiplanetary, maybe one percent. I'd say seems like a good a good use of resources. Uh, and but then ninety, you know, we have like 
towards magnitude more resources spent on Earth. So it's not like it's uh, you know somehow going to fundamentally impair Earth. If if if, if like I said, just one percent of Earth resources on that order should be enough to make life multiplanetary. It seems like a wise investment for the future. Um, and obviously, I spend a lot of my time on uh, sustainable energy with Tesla, with uh, you know electric cars and solar and batteries and that kind of thing. And um, you know, I'm really excited to be here in, in Shanghai for the the Shanghai Gigafactory, which is um, I think uh, the Tesla China team has done an amazing job. R really mind blowing. Like I've just uh, astounded by how good the job is um, and how much progress has been made. And I think it's a good uh, story for the world and to say like, look, look how much uh, progress you can make in in China. This is extremely impressive. Uh, like my my hat is off. You know, you guys rock. So. Uh, I've never seen anything built so fast in my life before, to be totally frank. <laughs> uh, I've seen some crazy. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I get back, we're going to have some more space news. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply things. So, you know, I think it's like, I really think China is the future. Well, it's very impressive. Um, and uh, there's also some great progress on uh, entrepreneurial rocket companies in China as well. I, I believe two have made orbit. And it's very difficult, very hard to make orbit. Achieving orbit, I have great respect. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Yeah, um, you know, I would say... Try to learn as much as much as possible that allows you to predict the future or make the future. So the saying is the best way to predict the future is to make it. Um, just and, and then assess whether what you are learning is enabling you to predict the future with less error. Are you less wrong? We're all always wrong to some degree. But can you reduce the error on your future predictions? I think that's the way to look at education. As we, of course, but it's both creative, create the future, and predict the future. So that includes art and all those other things. But close the loop on being less wrong about future. I would say that's the right way to think about education. I mean, down the road with Neuralink, it w you can just upload any subject instantly. So it'll be like the Matrix. You want to fly a helicopter, no problem. Well, helicopters will fly themselves, but you know, if you wanted to do whatever, any any given skill, you just upload it instantly. Um, I mean, the way education works right now, it's extremely 
Low bandwidth is extremely slow. Lectures are the worst, really. It's like very slow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just <laughs> try to predict the future with less error. This is the hard. This is very hard, as you were saying. I'm not sure it's 99.9 percent, .9%, but it's it's not very good generally our prediction of the future. But I think often people don't try. The first thing is try. If you don't try, okay. You know, got to, you got to try, and then yeah. and then adjust based on the error of your prior predictions. It's it's impossible, <laughs> right? It's impossible because because human beings they are different. Machines are invented by human beings, and according to the science, right? Humans can never create another animal that is smarter than humans. Especially when you have so many smart people, it's impossible to make another smart people. I, I very much disagree with that. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first thing we should assume is that we are very dumb, um, and we can de we can definitely make things smarter than ourselves. I mean, the they didn't used to be humans. Right. So uh, then, the, our early civilization was very primitive. Um, we didn't have any technology really. We we're just like running around, you know, trying to not get eaten uh, or just trying to survive a winter. Now we have like heating and we grow food. This is all new stuff. So, you know, things have obviously gotten way more smarter than the past. Way smarter. So that's going to continue. We are not the last step in evolution. So. The most important thing, like I said, the most important mis mistake I see smart people making is assuming that they're smart. They're not. Yeah. So give me an example what uh -huh. animals or things that a human being made that is smarter than human beings. Well, computers actually are already much smarter than, than people on so many dimensions. We just keep moving the goalposts. Uh, so we used to think, like for example, being good at chess was an example of a smart human, and then Kasparov was crushed by Deep Blue in '97. That was a long time ago. 22 years. I mean, right now your cell phone could crush the world champion at chess, literally. Um, Go used to be sort of thought of as something that humans were better at than computers. Then Lisa Dahl was beaten 4-1 four, four by AlphaZero. Then uh, a new version of AlphaZero, oh, sorry, I should say AlphaGo. AlphaGo beat Lisa Dahl 4-1. Then uh, there's AlphaZero. AlphaZero crushed AlphaGo 100-0. Now it's just pointless because it just keeps playing itself. Humans are... It, Trying to play a computer Go is like trying to fight uh, Zeus. It's not going to work. Hopeless. We are hopeless, hopelessly inadequate. Um, in terms of rendering, basically, there's just a smaller and smaller corner of, of what of intellectual pursuits that humans are better than um, computers, and that every year it gets smaller and smaller. And, and soon we will be far, far surpassed in every single way, guaranteed. Okay. Or, or civilizational end. Those are the two possibilities. Okay. Um, yeah. My view is that um, computer may be clever, but human being are much smarter. Yeah, definitely not. Cle All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to my Patreon patrons patreon.com slash space news podcast 
Thank you to my sponsors. I couldn't do without you. And thank you for listening. Without you, I couldn't do this. So I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden, and I'll see you soon.